Welcome to Latter-day Stillness, where we explore practices that help us find deep connection to God and others. Hey, my friends, thank you so much for coming back to Latter-day Stillness. I'm so excited to share some practices today that hopefully really help transform your scripture study into something new, deeply powerful, moving, and exciting. Uh, I'll ask you to think of this. Raise your hand if you've ever been frustrated, bored, or felt like scripture study is just a task that you, that's just a checking of the box. I sure have. I mean, oftentimes as a bishop, I'll ask somebody in my office, so how are you feeling spiritually? And immediately, almost every single time, the two tasks that the person responds with, well, my scripture study isn't super great and my prayers, you know, I, I pray I could be better. And the response is often kind of, oh, these two tasks that I need to do to be spiritual <laughs> aren't, aren't working very good. I really, really hope that in our discussion today, something fuels your own desire and experience with scripture study. So let's start with this. Years ago, I was in a meeting where Elder Ballard was teaching a bunch of teachers. I've spent most of my adult life uh, teaching in one capacity or another. And, and Elder Ballard said something like this. When I want to have a great scripture study, I pull out my scriptures, I set them on my lap, and sometimes I open them. And I was shocked. I was like, wait a second. The Pharisee inside of me was going crazy. Like, wait a minute. I have all these scripture study goals. You have to read at least this long or this many pages or whatever it was, whatever rules I had formed for myself back then to qualify for getting my scriptures done. I was like, how could you say that, Elder Ballard? You've got to read your scriptures every day, right? I had heard that so many times and probably said it so many times to others. So part of me, the Pharisee in me was like, no, you've got to open those scriptures and dive in. And another part of me was like, oh, Elder Ballard understands that the goal is to connect with God and open our souls to him, strengthen our spirits, have a spiritual connection and experience, not to check off a box. And I know we all know that deep down. So how can we transform scripture study into a deeply powerful transforming practice? Well, let me share a great quote with you. This is a quote from Sri Yukteswar Giri. He is an old sage super wise from India. He said this, sacred writings are beneficial in stimulating desire for inward realization or for spiritual growth. If one stanza at a time is slowly assimilated, continual intellectual study results in vanity and the false satisfaction of an undigested knowledge. Oh, it's so good. Let me read it one more time again. Sacred writings are beneficial in stimulating desire for, for spiritual growth, we'll say, if one stanza at a time is slowly assimilated. 
Continual intellectual study results in vanity and the false satisfaction of an undigested knowledge. I'll put that quote in the notes. I'll re-say that in my words. If we can slow down and soak in what is the spiritual power of the text, rather than having an intellectual study and trying to commit something to memory, if we study the scriptures like we're studying a textbook, we're going to have textbook-like results, academic-like results. The scriptures don't force themselves force their way into our souls to transform us. We have to open our souls and we have to approach the scriptures in a way that we're ready to be transformed and learn to use them and their study as a spiritual practice. So in today's episode, let's try it. I was talking with my brother and sister the other day and we started talking about the parable of the 10 virgins in Matthew 25. You can open up to it if you'd like. And we started approaching it in a new way. Rather than just barreling through the text, we stopped and like the quote says, we soaked in each phrase and maybe even more importantly, we step back, stepped back and watched our mind's reaction to what we were reading to make sure that we weren't reading it from the natural man but we were reading it and soaking it in from spirit and if we're in spirit consciousness we can't be usually just barreling through in an academic way trying to get this done or just grab a new piece of knowledge let me illustrate matthew 25 parable of the ten virgins before we start, maybe we'll take a page out of Elder Ballard's book right now. And let's just settle in, come completely present to the moment. This is a great thing to do if you want really transforming scripture study. Let's take a deep breath and come into the present moment. Let out any tension in your body. Whew. Just allow any thoughts or emotions that are pulling at your attention, that want to take you away and sweep you to somewhere else. Accept them, allow them to be, let them go, let them go on their merry way if you can. And if they're staying there, just accept that they're there. And find that peace that comes on the other side of acceptance. You may want to close your eyes for a moment and just turn inward and see if there's any resistance, tension. And accept that, accept that resistance, that tension, and feel it and be okay with it so that you can come to a place of peace. Like we said in a previous episode, right now we're dismounting the horse and stepping out of the arena so that we can be in a spiritual place, spiritual consciousness as we move forward with our scripture study. Okay. As you feel settled and ready 
inwardly more connected and still. I'll start to read. We'll probably just do a few verses here because the goal isn't to barrel through. It's to soak in and use the scripture study as a spiritual practice to come to a greater awareness and a greater connection to spirit. Matthew 25, verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. Now let's pause for a moment and just watch how our brain reacts, even the natural man reacts to what we just read. Okay, so there's a kingdom of heaven, there's 10 virgins, they took their lamps, they went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, five were foolish, they were all intending to meet the bridegroom. As I look at this, I notice, if I'm standing outside the arena, that the natural man in me wants to take the five wise and liken them to me and the five foolish and liken them to others. Notice that that is the instinct of the natural man. Always to project out on others, always to demand change of others or our outward circumstances rather than looking inward for personal transformation. Our natural man will always want to study scripture and stay the same rather than opening up and bringing the scriptures into ourselves. And we have some clues that Jesus wants us to listen to this parable and not project it outward. He talks about the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins. And as we talked in a previous episode, Jesus said to the Pharisees, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. It's not something that you can observe outside of you. The kingdom of God is within you. So let's try this as a spiritual practice to keep this parable inside of us. Liken it only to us. Don't project it outwards so other people have to change or other circumstances have to change. So let's come back. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. What changes is if all of all ten virgins are inside of me? Are there parts of me that are wise that are going forth wisely toward the bridegroom and wanting to, at least longing for that meeting with the bridegroom wisely? And is there another part of me that is foolish and unprepared? Verse 3, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. As I don't project outward and I think of me, I'm starting to ask myself like, So what in me might be unprepared to meet the Lord? What are the desires, the impulses, the plans, the goals, 
that the natural man who is foolish and and an enemy to God, a.k.a. pulls back from God, what is that natural man in me currently pulling me to do, asking me to do, inviting me to do? What are the foolish virgins inside of me currently trying to persuade me to do? As I sit with that, thoughts are coming to mind. I'm starting to recognize the natural man a little more inside of me, some recent thoughts, impulses, desires that I've had that's helping me with inward realization to see kind of my inner landscape more clearly. I'm coming to a greater awareness which means I'm coming into a more spiritual space because I can see more, I can hear more what's going on inside of me. And I'm reminded of a, of a cross-reference over in 1 Corinthians 2 when Paul says this, and it gives some insight into maybe these foolish virgins inside of me. But the natural man, this is verse 14, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So what parts of me are these foolish virgins that are not wanting to receive the Spirit of God, but maybe have their hands up defensively. And it's really helpful to slow down and become still and look inside and observe them. Not so that I can drive them out in anger because that's another part of the natural man turning against itself, right? but just accepting that they're there and seeing them. And I notice that as those foolish virgins manifest themselves and I start to feel those impulses of the natural man, that their strength and influence over me lessens. And I feel the wise virgins, I feel a greater desire to come to the Lord, to meet the bridegroom, to be one with God. And as I feel that rising desire to be with one with God, I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to allow those feelings to grow. I'm going to allow myself to long for him, to have oneness with him, and to let those wise virgins pull me into stronger relationship with him. So I'm going to take some time to sit with that.
for me personally, even in just the past few moments, I just felt a swelling of love for God, desire to be close to Him. The scripture from Doctrine and Covenants came to my mind as I felt this experience of draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. And I just allowed this longing for God to pull me toward him and I just felt a closeness that I'm just grateful for. It makes me want to sit there for longer. I think I will. If you'd like to pause and sit in that space, feel free. Hopefully in this practice, this illustrates how our scripture study can become not an academic study, but a spiritual practice that helps us to yearn, to long, to become more close to God, to strengthen the wise virgins that were with, are within us, and to notice the foolish virgins that may be pulling us away so that we're a little less prepared for that meeting with the, the bridegroom, for that closeness to God. We could go on and on in this, but I don't want to make this too long. And then, in fact, I, I don't want to rob you of an experience of continuing with the parable of the ten virgins, if you would like. But let's step back for a moment and think about what we just did. Rather than approaching scripture study as something to get through, to get done, we approached it as an opportunity to draw us closer to God, to get to know ourselves, to turn inward, see our own inner landscape. And remember what we did as we first read the first few verses. We looked at our natural man's reaction to the scriptures. And we could see that the natural man wanted to use the scriptures to project other people's need to change. And we could have gone with that. We could have had a full scripture study about, oh, these five foolish, that I know who that's talking about. They live right down the street from me, and I saw them doing this and this. And notice what that's doing. The natural man is effectively diverting us from an opportunity to draw, to draw closer to God. That's why the natural man is an enemy to God. Now notice, the, nat God, the natural man is not God's enemy, but the, the natural man is the one that's pulling away from God. God is always reaching out, trying to pull us in. But if we read scripture from the natural man's viewpoint from flesh consciousness, we will find reasons to be upset at others. We will we may become self-righteous, um, thinking, oh, this applies to somebody else and not to me. We can become very bored. And scripture studies laborious and difficult. 
but if we can approach it as a spiritual practice, keep it inside ourselves rather than allowing the natural man to push it out. Scripture study becomes a way to deepen our relationship with God, our connection to Him, and becomes a transformational opportunity to grow. I'm excited in future episodes to continue to practice this. You can do it anywhere in scriptures, in your scripture study, but it takes stepping back, opening our souls, becoming aware, and then reading it in a way that we're using it to transform ourselves, to invite God to transform us and to invite ourselves into deeper spirit and awareness. I hope this was a helpful practice for you today. Thank you so much for being with us. If you felt this was helpful, please consider sharing it with others. Until next time, be still and be well.